0: No, <laughs> everyone, Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast episode number 123. This is a weekly show covering the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name is Stephen, spelled with a PH and an A, one of the main people behind CanadianGameDevs.com. Joining me is my co host and the site founder, Dad Extraordinaire, Stephen, with a PH and an E. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen. <laughs> no problem. How's your week been?
1: Uh, pretty good. Um... It was it was a busy like work week last week and and this it followed uh it followed in, it flowed into this week as well so today is actually like the first day I haven't worked in like twelve or thirteen days or whatever it is
0: that's disgusting
1: yes and so uh, it was a good relaxing time I played some Call of Duty last night played some Horizon mm. today I was mm. a dad for most of that time as well I think uh, you're
0: always a dad <laughs> <laughs> regardless of whether you're with your child
1: I guess so. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's it was a busy last couple of weeks, but it's all good. I'm just I'm just ugh, I hate the winter. I hate how like dark it gets so fast. I don't know if it's different out in Halifax, but like it gets no, darker. No, it's like
0: four thirty five. Yeah. it's just that dark out. Yeah, It's, gross. it's garbage. I like it.
1: I, it's the thing I hate the most about winter. I could actually do with the snow and stuff mm. every now and then. I'm I'm fine with it. It's obviously not. I'm not like super awesome about it, but. I can handle it. It's the how dark it gets. I left. I left work early like one day, and I left at like four o'clock, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It's actually like bright out and, mm. and nice. And then when I exit the subway at home, it was already dark. So I'm just like, oh. "It's
0: that that seasonal depression, Steve. You gotta get your vitamin D." You know? I know, and you know what, what? I was morning walk and stuff.
1: I was having this conversation with someone too, because like in Canada, the the time between Thanksgiving and and Christmas is like the longest stretch without like a four-day weekend or sorry three-day weekend um and it's also like the most depressing time because it's like dark and crappy like january has like family day and all this stuff and Mm. there's all all those things like we don't get we don't take remembrance day off and and whatnot and thanksgiving's like earlier so it sucks
0: but it's a lot yeah yeah uh canadian game devs.com is of course supported by our amazing patrons over on patreon.com slash canadian game devs Head there if you want to support us, get the podcast early, get a special Discord channel on our Discord, and of course, our Undying Gratitude for your support. Help keep the lights on. We're going to start with events, as we do. There's a lot this week. Uh, I wrote up a bunch today, because Dames Making Games is going crazy over there. They have like four events this month, so I'm just going to run through those pretty quick. Uh, Dames Making Games is doing Unity for Absolute Beginners. Uh, That's December 8th, so it might be over by the time you're listening to this, but Fear not, it's just a part one. There's a part two on December 15th, Unity for Absolute Beginners, and I'm not sure if you need to do both or you can get something out of just going to the second one, but you can check it up. It's on our site and of course their site. Uh, Attendance is, I think, $50 or free for members and if you want to be a member but you can't quite afford the ten dollar a month fee they are able to help you some people put in more so that people who you know aren't the most financially stable can still get access which is pretty cool so if you want to check that out head to .to. dmg.to they're also doing an rpg gaming night on december 12th Uh, so you can go out and that's a free event Uh, they're just doing some tabletop gaming some traditional stuff like D&D, and then some indie games uh, I personally don't play a lot of D&D. I don't know about you, Steve.
1: Uh, I used to back in the day. I haven't been in a long,
0: long time. I, uh, I watch a lot of people play D&D because a lot of people I know are really into it. And it looks fun. And so if you haven't... And they, they stress that it's uh, open to beginners too. So if you've never tried before and want to give it a go, head out. Uh, and then on December 18th, Game Dev Drinks in Hamilton is having a Christmas party and Demo Night. Our very own Brett Meeser, who is not here this week because he's in Sudbury?
1: No, uh St. Thunder Bay?
0: thunder bay oh all the way up there uh but he'll be there talking about dune sea and his work on that game and there'll be a bunch of other games demoing there it, that's at the pleasant plucker pheasant plucker pheasant. i always mess it up pheasant plucker <laughs> i think it's pheasant. <laughs> we think it's pleasant you could probably google it and find it uh and we have that up on our site too and lastly or no two more one more Dance Making Games ones, they're doing an event called the December Social Swap. So in lieu of a speaker event this month, uh, they're doing an event where you can uh, bring some clothes and trade with other people there. And they're also selling off a bunch of equipment, uh, office equipment, computer equipment and stuff, and giving all of that to Sistering, which is a service agency for at-risk women in Toronto. So if you want to go hang out with some developers, trade clothes, uh, buy some cheap office equipment and computer stuff... That's Sunday, or Saturday, December 14th, 5 to 7 p.m. And lastly, we have a scoop. A big scoop, Steve. Are you ready? Scoop! XP Games Summit is coming to downtown Toronto, April 8th to 9th, 2020. Uh, we were talking to the one of the event co-founders, Jason, last night. Uh, it's going to be kind of like a mini-GDC right here in Toronto, and there will be a indie showcase area, there will be a business sort of mentor lounge, um, there will be a career fair, And there's going to be of course a lot of presentations and talks from people in the industry. Uh, Jason told us it's an event aimed at, you know, more traditional industry professionals working the 9 to 5 at studios, uh, indie developers, and students. So if you fit into any or all of those categories and you want to get more information, uh, you can now uh, apply on xpgamesummit.ca to be a speaker or an exhibitor or to volunteer. And there's more information coming out soon. If you just want to get tickets and stuff, uh, so that's that's the big one. It looks super cool. I'm interested. Kane game devs might be there in some capacity? We're still talking. Yeah. Uh, no.
1: I, I, after discussion with Jason, Jason, like if like you know helped out with EGLX and stuff. So if you're familiar with EGLX and all the kind of stuff that they've done with the developer stuff. It's going to be kind of similar to that. Um, and, you know, after talking with them last night, it's kind of exciting to to find out more. And, uh, you know, Patreon also, we might have something a little bit for Patreons too.
2: Yeah,
0: maybe a maybe a coupon or, or uh, what's it? Um, discount code? Discount code. Thank you. you <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's a coupon if, too. I guess, yeah. If you want to get cheap tickets for some events, that's another reason to back Canadian Game Devs on Patreon. There you go. That's a lot of events. Dames Making Games is going nuts this month. They have like a lot going on, so definitely yeah, right. go to dmg.to if you want to see a bunch of those.
1: They're crushing it. Is there um is there anything going on in Halifax? Uh, in
0: Halifax Jam is still is that on still on hiatus? Yeah. yeah, so we're not sure. That's probably pushed to twenty twenty. Um, here in Halifax, we have like a game dev like meetup night at the God- at the Nook on Gaudigen. That's the last Tuesday of every month. Right. Um, so that's a lot of fun. It's a it's a mm-hmm. cool little cafe and people bring their laptops and stuff and hang out. It's more casual though. They don't have like a site or Twitter or anything. But if you're in Halifax or can get to Halifax, I doubt they're doing this one this month because the last Tuesday is literally December 31st. So it'll probably resume in January. Uh, but that's the only event i can think of oh man a pub k just opened uh down on argyle street they got they imported a bunch of Mario Kart arcade cabinets from like japan like the legit ones you sit in with the wheel and stuff
1: oh like the namco the namco yeah. ones oh really
0: yeah they have a whole bunch they got some full tables a bunch of old arcade cabinets brand new ones uh, i haven't been yet because i imagine like it literally opened yesterday and i got some Uh, targeted ads on Instagram and I was like this looks (laughs) sick the pictures look sick I'll definitely be heading there sometime soon
1: Uh, I know uh I know it has like Pac-Man and stuff you can like drive as but does it have like exclusive tracks I always wondered why they didn't just like why why the Namco stuff is only for that arcade game why it couldn't just
0: be DLC for Mario Kart 8 or whatever I'm not sure I think there's some Capcom characters like I think Mega Man and Pac-Man and stuff oh Capcom Uh, as well or wait not Cap you said Namco it's Namco isn't it let me look at the machine. I haven't actually played one before, although I have seen them.
1: I just know of it, I, but I don't know much
0: about it. Mario I love Mario Kart, R- Mario Kart arcade GP. Yeah, I think the yeah, that's it. That's definitely it. I can see from the picture. Oh man, Mario Kart GP DX.
1: Oh, so the VR one doesn't have any guess. It says guest series. So there's one that had like Tamagachi in it
0: from like. That's awesome. I like how weird they're getting with their stuff now. Like, I don't know if you saw the Super Mario Maker 2 update, but they put uh, Link and the Master Sword in it. Oh, really? Yeah, that, like, just updated Friday or Thursday last week. But you can put Link's Master Sword into, like, a question box. And if you pop it, he turns into Link. And it essentially becomes, like, a 2D side-scrolling Zelda game, which is weird. Um, Like, the unofficial sequel to Zelda 2 is what people are calling it. Yeah, they're getting fun with, with their stuff, and I, I like that.
1: So, based off a brief Wikipedia search, it looks like the the latest Mario Kart game, which is not the VR one, I'm assuming that's not the one they have, uh, is has 10 redesigned courses. So okay. It's, so they're like slightly different, I guess. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so if you're in Halifax, you want to go to a pubcade. Also, why are they calling it a pubcade? Because barcade works because arcade and bar like roll into each other yeah, but true. i think they're trying to be different so they're calling it a pubcade but that doesn't make any sense because like pubcade and pub don't it, it doesn't work But well, maybe you um, should
1: open up your own barcade then
0: i'm sure it's fabulously expensive that'd be <laughs> awesome though i went to a, a an arcade a pub oh, it was just a barcade in ottawa for like king game expo and they had like uh snes classic like dangling from the roof with like two nes controllers at the bar and the big tv behind the bar was uh the uh snes classic so i would play like super Mario Kart with people and stuff that's funny because i've
1: I've been to one in Ottawa too but it was actually like classic arcades they had like Mortal Kombat and all these like old ones and i went i went to on a night where it was like you just basically pay like 10 bucks to get in and then they just kind of unlock all the
0: the things that's what I like, because I don't like having a bunch of quarters around. It's 2019. Yeah. I gotta
1: imagine that they're not the old arcades, though. They're just, like, Raspberry Pis that are just adjusted Because, like, there's no way those things still work. Like a Mar- like a Mortal Kombat arcade machine from 1995 or whatever?
0: Probably not.
1: Yeah. I, I, I always wondered that. I meant to, like... I don't know much about em- the emulation scene and all that stuff, but I meant mm-hmm. to, like, look into that. Because I'm just like, I wonder how much easier this is now with, like, Raspberry Pis, but is that, like, even legal because then you're, you're using like a stolen, like an emulator to make money off of. I mean,
0: people. there's the official ones, because like all the NES and SNES Classic are like little emulator cards in a plastic box.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but yeah, there's there's a few in Toronto too, and they're, they're always fun. I always just like like the grease the from like the food and stuff like that. I'm always just like,
0: eh, stuff gets. Gross. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that's it for events. You got anything else you want to plug in? Uh, no, no, I don't think
1: so. I think I'm good.
0: All right, let's move on to news. Uh, we have a couple new stories this week. First up, retro-style platformer Castle in the Darkness Two has been announced from Canadian developer. Do I read this L A B S or Labs? It's I always I always read as Labs. Okay. Um, has announced a sequel to creator Matt Capp's first game, Castle in the Darkness. The first game came out on Steam in 2015, uh, and the sequel will look to recapture the same retro platformer feel. Uh, Matt is working with fellow game developer Simon Parzer, and the two also worked on The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Ooh, I played that. That's cool. Uh, You can check out the trailer on our site. Uh, They will be releasing new mini-trailers the 2nd of every month, so we'll get the next one on January 2nd, I guess. No news on a release date or anything, but trailers are up, and check it out, follow atlabsworks on Twitter if you want to see more. Did you play Castle in the Darkness the first on Steam? I didn't, no, I think I
1: have it, but one of those things where you get the code and then you just never touch it.
0: I have a lot of those
1: um but I, I did play binding of isaac i'm not a huge binding of isaac fan mostly because it's just too weird for me hmm. it's just too like it's
0: off. <laughs> weird but for my the same, rebirth it's... was the switch one not the so they worked on the the port not the og one
1: yeah i think so yes yeah. okay um yeah i mean i have a friend who's like a huge binding of isaac fan like he he loves that shit uh, he's working towards like the platinum on PS Four, which apparently is like really really tough. Yeah. um But yeah, it's 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 too weird for me. I never, and yeah, not that this game would be anything like the the new game kind of coming out, but um yeah, I, I I didn't get a chance to play Maybe I'll dive into it now. You can add to your wish list, which we'll actually get to that section. You
0: right? can. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's got almost a thousand reviews on Steam, mostly positive, and it's the publisher is the same publisher of. Uh... Finding Isaac and those games, so yeah. that's cool. Must yeah. be a connection there. Uh, next up, bit of news. Uh, Beamdog and Skybound Games have released Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah. Alberta-based Beamdog. Uh, uh, the game is out digitally and in stores and is a remake of the famous 2002 PC RPG Neverwinter Nights. The Enhanced Edition comes with the base game and the expansion's Shadows of Undrantide, hordes of the underdark oh man this is some nerdy shit here steve <laughs> sink through the shadows as a deadly half elven rogue wield fearsome magics as a powerful gnomish sorcerer and vanquish your foes as an armor-clad dwarven paladin whatever hero you create incredible adventures awaits there's like I, a rhyme there at the end yeah this, like this is like a
1: dnd type of thing isn't it like it's a it's a it's a well known rpg from bioware from back in the day isn't it huh. i don't I think so. Never. Hold
0: on. The, uh, the screenshots make it it looks so much like a, like a PC game that I'm wondering how the translation of PS4 and Xbox and switch switch, especially on a small screen. When you have that UI, that's super compact. Uh, that's, that's not a easy thing to do, but, uh, I saw Diablo do it really well. Like I played the switch port and they managed to do it. So,
1: yeah. So this is from, it's from 2002, Mm -hmm. um, from Bioware. Okay. And so I don't know how these guys kind of got the license, or whatever. But I'm sure there's some a story there. But I, I for my understanding, this is like a really well-known, famous like RPG that I never played because it was. I think this is like actually the first time it's ever been on a console.
0: Well, Neverwinter um, is a, a franchise, isn't it? Like that's a.
1: Well, it's like a it's it's like a D and D thing. We're not. We're I guess we're not the two people that should really. We are the two <laughs> worst people to talk about. This. You asked me earlier if I ever played D and D, so. <laughs> <laughs> But what I what I really want to get to is, is actually I'm kind of feeling an old school kind of RPG, and I'm kind of looking at this now, thinking I don't know, it's sixty five bucks, which seems like a quite a bit uh, for a remake. For a remake, but I might dive into it once it kind of goes on sale. I want to add it to my wish list right now, actually.
2: Hmm.
1: On PS Four.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you oh, you can, can have, do that. You could have the chime. Yes, we were. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll play the chime right here. There you go. All right. Um. Next bit of news. Uh, Wander Song launches on Xbox One. Uh, 2018's critically acclaimed point and sing adventure game Wandersong is on Xbox as of Friday, December 6th, so it's out the time you're listening to this uh, It's also in Xbox Game Pass, which is Microsoft's you know Netflix for Games style subscription service on PC and console So if you have a Windows PC or an Xbox and are a Game Pass subscriber, you can play Wander Song right now uh, This is developed by some lovely indie developers in Vancouver, Greg Labanov, uh, with sound design from M. Halberstadt, who worked on Night in the Woods, and music by M- Gordon McLattery. I don't actually know if he's in Vancouver, I couldn't tell from his Twitter bio, but the other two are, so props to them, and check out *Wander Song*. It's a pretty cute game, it's well-written, it's funny, it's really simple, definitely a game I would sit down and play with my cousins at Christmas, um, my little cousins love every time I come over with my Switch, like, what are we gonna play this week, or this year, and, uh, this is something I would definitely play with them.
1: I'm excited. Uh, it's also on the PC Game Pass as well. So, mm. um, And I think it was before this even, because it's in my store with any. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm. this is one of the games that people have been telling me to play for quite a while, and, and I just never kind of got around to it. So I'm actually kind of, ex- you know, I, I guess I always had the ability to play it because I don't have the Xbox. It's weird that they have the Xbox and PC Game Pass, and they're separate. I know they mm-hmm. have the like Game Pass Ultimate, but like some games aren't like, in the PC one, but they're on the, the Xbox one, even though they might be on, like, both systems. It's kind of strange.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably, like, on a game-by-game basis, definitely. And some games, if they already have the console port ready, but yeah. they aren't quite ready with PC yet, but, yeah. Because so I remember
1: looking, uh, I think the Messenger, I don't know if this is still true, but I think the Messenger for a while was on the PC Game Pass, but not on, like, the Xbox Game Pass. And I was just like, why? Like, why? How? Why? Like, I was like, oh my god, it's so confusing. Um, so, I'm but I'm I'm excited to dive into this. I'm actually going to try to get to this one this week because uh, people have been telling me to play this one for quite a while. So,
0: hell yeah! I found a really useful um, if you just go to it's uh, Xbox.com/slash Game Pass/slash Games, and it has all the games, and you can filter by console or PC. Um, that's where I've been going. Like, is it out yet, or like, is it on console or PC? And I find that. What really I do really Xbox.com. Uh, yeah, it's. I'll just send you. Send a me quick the thing. link. So I want to yeah. check that that's out. That's where. That's where I go for um, checking. And there's a couple of games coming out this month. I'm gonna play. I, uh, my friend Pedro is coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, which I, uh, I already beat on PC, <laughs> but I think I might play through on Xbox just get the achievements. Um, and Pathologic 2 is coming to Game Pass, which is huge, Steve. Big win for Game Pass. <laughs> well,
1: I don't even know what that
0: game is. Pathologic 2 is kind of like a remake, remaster of an obscure 2005 cult classic, Russian-developed, first-person adventure survival game called Pathologic, and it's, it, it's definitely like one of those games like people play and then talk about who want to like seem really smart and hipstery when it comes to games it's like the trying to think of the movie equivalent it's like the mementos of games you know yeah yeah. kind of like that uh super artsy high concept but definitely didn't age very well and a lot, I watch a lot of video essays on it, and people are like, "Please don't play this game. It plays badly. Watch this video to get the good bits out of it." But apparently, they fixed so much with Pathologic Two, and they landed a tiny build as the publisher. So, oh. yeah, I'm uh, excited to check that out. I'll put the Game Pass list link in the show notes so you can see for yourself what games you can pay if you're a subscriber. I'm just player. looking at the
1: at them now. Like Shenmue, Shenmue One and Two is on the PC Game Pass, which is uh, funny because. <laughs> I don't know. Everything I hear about those games is just like they don't hold up at all. So I'm just, I just kind of giggled myself. But there and now, are
0: 392 games on Game Pass right now. That's on the, insane. On the console one? No, uh, that's a. I think that counts. Oh, it might count both. That's all. So, I so
1: yeah, if if I click console game, I see 273 results, and then if I click mm. PC, I see 166.
0: Yeah, and some of those might be doubles that are on both. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, all the all the like Master Chief Collection and. and You know, all the Xbox, um, Microsoft published ones, I think are always Mm -hmm. going to be on both. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Halo Reach later on, but.
0: Ooh. (laughs) All right. So that's a long way of saying Wander Song's out now on Xbox and it's on Game Pass. Uh, definitely check it out. Last bit of news this week. The Outlast Trials has been announced. More details coming soon. And I bet you, Steve, and I think Sebastian made this prediction two weeks ago, they're going to announce something big at the Game Awards, uh probably a big reveal trailer with gameplay or something. Uh, But Montreal-based indie studio Red Barrels have announced their quote, latest project in the Outlast universe end quote uh, on a Facebook post. The rollout was kind of weird. Like there were no, I was trying to get assets for the uh, post on on their site and they didn't have anything. Like their latest blog post was from Hmm. mid-October. But so the Facebook post went up first and like a couple hours later they did a tweet about it that was just kind of, they actually just linked to the Facebook post. I don't know if there's more details out on it yet, but they were actually in the comments on the Facebook post answering people's questions, like, in real time, which was cool. Uh, from the picture here, we see, like, three guys. They're not doing so hot. Um, they have these, like, goggle things on. Like, you know the little orange lady in The Force Awakens and how she has those, like, big glasses things? That she oh, yeah. Puts? They kind of look like that. And... Uh, the guy, One guy's reaching up and another guy's reaching down to grab him. So from that, it, people were like, oh, is this a VR game? Because like, all the guys in the teaser are wearing these goggle things. But, And a bunch of people were commenting, oh, no, is it VR? And then uh, Red Barrels replied, quote, no, the game is not VR, period. So it's safe to say it's not a VR title, but it looks like it's a multiplayer experience. Um, hmm. They said in the post it's set during the Cold War. Uh, it'll involve other players in some sort of multiplayer experience. I assume cooperative from this title, cause, and I think that lends itself to horror better, but that's just me hypothesizing. Uh, and Red Barrels also confirmed in the comments that, quote, this is not Outlast 3, but it is set in the same universe. So, if you're interested uh, in seeing the picture we're talking about, you can head over to our site and read the blog post, and we also link to the Facebook announcement post. Whew, that was a lot. Um, they said, they, they quoted their. Um, uh, Chief Designer, uh, David Uh Now we're done, our proof of concept. It is time to focus on content, creation, variety, dot, 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 and gore, <laughs> period. <laughs> so it looks like this is, I would say, mid to early development, which means it's probably two, three years away. Sebastian said at MIGS they were doing some hiring there uh uh-huh. so they're probably building a, a team for this or working on this and maybe at last three at the same time once mm-hmm. studios get big enough they tend to you know start doing multiple projects at the same time
1: yeah now by the time most people listen to this the playstation uh state of play will already, like happen mm. but do you think this is going to be a state of play thing oh you know you...
0: what I don't know. I feel like Outlast is definitely big enough to be Game Awards because yeah. that's gonna that has like millions of people watching it. I think I, I don't actually know if that's true or not. I should check what they got yeah. last time. And
1: kind of, it was like the one rumor I've seen about the state of play is that it's going to be kind of Japanese game focused because I think it comes out. I think it's like released at like six a.m. Pacific time, which is like a decent time in Japan. Whereas all the other ones have been kind of like early afternoon. Um, so like the, the Resident Evil Three. Uh, r- rumors. I don't know if you saw all that stuff. Like,
0: Yeah, Bio... or er, 3... What's it called? Nemesis. Oh, Nemesis, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, the, the leaked, like, PlayStation, like, storefront or whatever, like, mm-hmm. it won't be a video game award announcement. It's going to be, like, a state of play announcement.
0: Um, so, if that's the case, I definitely feel like the Outlast being a North American project yeah. would be a Game Awards thing. Yeah.
1: I didn't mean to, like, set you up there, but <laughs> if you said Japanese and shut you down, but I just mean, like, we got... Kind of normally December is such a slow month, and Video Game Awards kind of change that. And now the state of play, and I wonder if Nintendo will. I wonder if they. I wonder if Nintendo looks at
0: PlayStation state of plays and thinks that they have to kind of also follow. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Nintendo doesn't look at anything, (laughs) and get any idea for anything, because otherwise they would look at functional online services and be like, maybe we should do one of those, (laughs) but they don't do that or trophies or. Uh, in system multiplayer chat feature instead of opening my phone, but You're right. that's now a just, different thing. Now I'm just mad I, at Nintendo, I'm sure. yeah, <laughs> but like I definitely think that state of play is there's been two so far, and they've been mostly bummers for me. Like I really haven't enjoyed them at all. Um, the pacings felt weird. There's because like Nintendo Directs are so snappy, you know, like yeah. Like, the the usually slide right next trailer, right next trailer, right next trailer and then, like, maybe 10 minutes in, some guy walks out and talks for, like, 30 seconds, and then, oh, next trailer, next trailer. But, like, they would do 10 or 15 minutes on, only talk about, like, three games and with state of plays, and I, I, they just, they aren't as tight. Maybe they're still sorting it out, I don't know, but...
1: Yeah, I think they, I think they want to, like, it's, like, they obviously are... I don't know what's like, like is it copying I guess it's copying like Nintendo's like idea of this mm-hmm. thing and but they still want to kind of have it different you know the whole thing like you know don't t- um, you, yeah 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 you can copy my homework don't tell the teacher or whatever yeah <laughs> um Nintendo has a lot of charm when they do their their uh there's their, their whatever the
0: hell what are they called directs, the directs, yeah. directs
1: which I feel like lately have just been like here's all the ports that we can possibly give you
0: yeah <laughs> Here's every Wii U game you didn't play because no one bought a Wii U. Yeah,
1: and here's Overwatch and like all these things. And I'm kind of over the whole like port games to Switch so I can play it portably now. Like I don't care about that anymore. Um, mm. But yeah, the directs or the sorry, the the state of plays haven't really been that great either. The very the first one was like very VR focused, and I was yeah, I, I was stoked they about announced
0: that. Iron Man VR and, uh, and No Man's Sky VR, I think, was yeah during that time.
1: Um, but the I don't even to be honest I don't even remember the second one that much I think Riverbond was on there I think uh, that away game from uh, from out near you uh, out east coast I forget who created that one uh, was on there but uh, yeah I can't really remember even when the last one was mm. so hopefully this one's a little I mean Re- the Resident Evil three would have been a sweet punch in the face of just awesome like I I would have flipped out but now that one's pretty much guaranteed so it doesn't have the same impact so. Oh
2: well. <laughs>
0: oh well. I'll definitely different. be tuning in. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we I should think uh, we should tune in and like watch. With... Well, that'll be seven Eastern, uh, oh. eight my time. So I don't know if you'll be up then, but we could like in Discord and see who's awake and talk while it while it happens.
1: I think it's actually nine a.m. Eastern.
0: Six. Oh yeah, that makes nine. Ten my time. That's perfect. I'll watch it. That's oh. actually a. No, it's two. I'm w- at work. <laughs> oh, you'll be at work. <laughs> it's on Tuesday, isn't it? I'll uh, I'll live Discord chat the announcements to you with screenshots. I'll be in, I'll be in Discord. Discord's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be nine Eastern, ten Atlantic. If you want to watch, um, when is that state of play? I forget. So it, it's it is December
1: tenth at six a.m. Pacific time. December
0: tenth, Tuesday. Okay. Oh,
1: there's actually been three state of plays.
0: Really, I missed one then.
1: The last, so the very first one was March, and that was the VR one, the Iron Man, mm-hmm. the Man's Guy. The second one was May, and they had predator hunting grounds and medieval's release date oh yeah and then the last one was in september and had last of us 2's release date which ended up being wrong anyways uh a closer look at call of duty and a first mm-hmm. glimpse at death stranding ps4 pro uh,
0: so, so that's like they're they're on track for like three or four announcements per state of play yeah which they're is good. for like a 25 30 minute thing is like no <laughs> uh you can just do a press release i'm fine yeah Hmm. well hopefully this one's better hopefully they're sorting it out ironing out the kinks
1: yeah but outlast i'm
0: down i, yeah. I actually download outlast
1: too uh because we mentioned how it was a playstation plus game like a little mm-hmm. while, or actually last month it was
0: in october yeah which is um, perfect
1: or two months ago yeah and and so uh i downloaded i haven't had a chance to play it yet but just kind of in the spirit of of it being announced or whatever or um I was like, I should give this one a shot. I like the first
0: one, so I'll play the second one. Oh man, how are they even going to do multiplayer? I'm so interested because Outlast is such like a tight single player thing that I yeah. think as soon as, and also, as soon as you inject other people into a situation, it can immediately become less scary and just goofy because people are like running around teabagging and shit and it just becomes uh, immersion breaking, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I hope it's not the asymmetrical stuff. Like, I'm, i I don't really like that kind of game that much, and I'm kind of upset that Re- now the Resident Evil Three is all but certain. Like I'm less upset, but the Resident Evil like new um, one, the project, whatever the hell it's called, like I was just like bummed by that because mm. I'm not really big in it. Like the the Dead by Daylight or whatever, and the Friday the Thirteenth. I'm just kind of like eh, like this is basically either God mode for one player or just like really just annoying shit for the for the every other player and it's just like Mm -hmm. piece of luck and blah 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 so
0: i mean i've seen it done well with like well the splinter cell one where someone was a spy and there's like three operatives Mm -hmm. it's like someone's severely underpowered but can like sneak around on the roof yeah and uh if they can like get behind you and instant kill you but if two people spot them they're just dead it's like there's there's a cool risk reward thing there but i don't even think i played
1: uh that one that was in
0: blacklist it was spies and mercenaries
1: The earliest one, the earliest mode I can remember is Perfect Dark had this had this exact same thing, where someone played as Jonah on Nintendo sixty four. You like one person played as Jonah Dark, and then the other person played as like enemies, and you just basically respawned. Hmm. And it like blew my mind. This was like in nineteen ninety nine or something. (laughs) It was kind of ridiculous. So,
0: well, that's. All going to be figured out by the next podcast. We'll have watched the Game Awards. We'll have watched the State of Play. And we will have more thoughts. Oh, yeah. It's on Thursday. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, we'll have seen everything. Yeah.
1: Big show um, next week.
0: Yeah. We'll have a... We should hopefully have Brett back so he can poo-poo on the announcements. I, I would guess... Because he's... I don't know when he's back.
1: He told us, and I didn't listen. And I definitely didn't remember.
0: He said he'll be back by one twenty four, Or... Yeah, that's next week. All right, time for our latest segment, Steve. Are you ready for wish list this?
1: i mean, It's my new favorite. It's my new favorite thing. My favorite thing of the week, to be honest.
0: Inspired by Brett and Stevens' frequent wish listing of games during the show, this new segment is where I highlight three upcoming Canadian games, and everyone on the podcast has to wish list it right now. Uh, so, without further ado, this one comes from uh, someone on Twitter. Mega Power Games is D which you can wish list now on Steam. Quote, De Powerball is a competitive dragon feeding party platformer where winners get punished by the losers. Fight to be the first to feed the dragon queen and score points to win rounds, but as you win, losing players will be able to vote to take away your powers, forcing you to change your strategy on the fly. That sounds super interesting. Uh, The trailer looks really cute on Steam, and you should add to your wishlist right now. Just did. Play the sound effect. Uh, Next up, of course. Watch Dogs Legion from Ubisoft, which you can wishlist on Steam. Uh, quote, build a resistance from virtually anyone you see as you hack, infiltrate, and fight to take back a near future London that is facing its downfall. Welcome to the resistance. I, I like, like to think that this takes. Thank you. Movie guy voice. I like to think that this is like. Set just, like, two months from now after Brexit fails and everything just goes to shit. (laughs) (laughs) This got Um, delayed, right? Do do we have a new release date? Yeah, we do. I've got it on my notes here. It's coming out... Oh, no. It's just delayed to TBD. Ah, yeah, because PSN just says... fiscal year.
1: Yeah, PSN just says December 31st, 2020, which is obviously not a real...
0: And the fiscal year ends in spring, so that could be as late as spring 2021, although I don't think it will be.
1: Which, like... Basically, this being delayed basically confirms that I'm not going to play on PS4. Like, I would just I would oh just,
0: yeah, that means that'll be like a couple months after the next consoles are out.
1: Yeah, like because the, there's going to be a time where I have to start saving for this stupid console because it's probably going to be like five or six hundred dollars.
0: Six ninety nine Canadian. Oh my <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? <laughs> and so people
0: will get a second job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's not that's the old Sony. They won't say that anymore. Hopefully. Um, so i mean yeah it's going to come around probably like july august where i'm just like i can't buy any new games i gotta start
0: you know we're in a holding pattern now yeah and i'm just
1: going to trade in like basically what i did with the switch is i just traded in all my Wii, my wii u and, and games and, and got the switch plus a couple of games i'm just going to do that for ps4 so
0: steve don't go to ev games just list them on marketplace at kijiji and you get so much more no because you know why because uh, you have stock in ev games, <laughs> all I, have stock in EV games so I gotta help them out oh man uh, anyway, you can wishlist Watch Dogs Legion on, did you say you can on PS4? Yeah, you
1: can. Or on okay, PSN. And, uh, on, thing,
0: yeah. on PSN and on Steam. Uh, so yeah, we actually interviewed the one of the narrative designers on Watch Dogs Legion uh, but she left last week, she announced on Twitter. Don't know what she's doing next uh, but good luck and hopefully Watch Dogs is okay without you. It's the e- um, it's the
1: ease of GameStop bro, it's just the ease of it. You can just go you drop off your shit and be like, here you true. go, this is your problem now.
0: Yeah, doing stuff on marketplace and Kijiji is like you gotta text them, find somewhere to meet. Yeah, like so I've, I've done that, you. and it's just a pain. Sometimes uh, it's just like you know whatever.
1: You take the yeah. you, you take the loss and and uh, how much you're getting back by having the convenience of just like making it so easy. Yeah,
0: it's just how much your time's worth, really. Plus, you know, I got a daughter. I got to help start saving for this. I got to get these stock prices up. So yeah, <laughs> I don't think your EV Game stock is going to do anything for your kid's trust fund. But for the record, because every, every time I mention I have GameStop stocks,
1: for the record, I'm I'm I plan on cashing out shortly after these consoles come out. Because if you look historically over their stocks, over when the PS3 came out and the PS4 came out and, and the mm-hmm. other consoles, it always like it jumps super high. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought super low in the summer when when it was pile of dog shit and it's actually gotten better since then
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh and you know i don't have a lot of money in it so it's not like i'm you know financing my mortgage on this thing or anything like that so smart <laughs> yes <laughs> i remember
0: when you told me about it. i went to google stocks and looked at it and it peaked like at the top of like rock band guitar hero paraphernalia like yeah. you look at those couple months where just everyone was buying the plastic instruments from EV games and it was at like a record high yeah, it's. I mean, now just how much everything's digital.
1: Like, really, it's just all about the consoles. And and if you've got, if you've been in EB Games lately, they sell a lot of toys and Funko Pops and all that shit too. So, they've kind of had to, you know, rejig their their what they sell a little. Bit.
0: And it's the EBXs now. I've seen popping up.
1: Oh, is that the is that the one that's like geared towards classic systems and stuff like that or no
0: EB, it, it X is for like experience or something but they're like a little nicer and less cluttered than other ones and there's just a lot more toys
1: yeah yeah I, I saw on um, that they have like one out in uh, what's the what's the mall out in Scarborough Scarborough town Center um, which is a big mall out there uh it's like a kids focused one. And even though like Eve Games is like kids focused, but it's it's like baby toys and shit like that. I think I haven't really taken a look at it, but I saw that. Hmm. So they're trying stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had a peak of sixty dollars in dis- like in dis- uh, Q four of 20- two thousand seven.
0: That would have been three sixty, right? Yeah, and PS3? then PS three two thousand eight. No,
1: no. To, uh, Xbox PS3 was, was two thousand seven. It was two thousand five and, then... and two thousand six. So it's okay, the year okay. after. and guitar hero and rock band might have been like right around that time
0: oh man that was that was awesome those are such a simpler time steve i
1: know remember having all that plastic (sighs) shit in your house i still have
0: a i have a i have a rubbermaid bin in my closet like right next to me with a bunch of guitars and a drum set in it and like my wee balance board and shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) i had a friend text me not too long ago he's just
0: like do you have a guitar hero guitar by any chance. I'm like, no, I covered that <laughs> thing so many years ago. <laughs> like Oh man. The third wish list this game I want to highlight this week. We've covered previously on this site, Chicory, a colorful tale. Uh, speaking of Wander Song, this is, some of the team on that game is working on Chicory. Uh, quote, You're a dog wielding a magic brush, exclamation point. Use painting powers to explore, solve puzzles, and make friends in this top town get it like top down adventure uh, game uh from creators on wandersong and celeste can you uh, spell this out for me? top town or chicory no, c-h-i-c-o-r-y colon a colorful tale and i want to highlight um. that they spelt colorful the american way despite all living in canada and you know still wish list it but definitely in your review on steam or wherever mentioned they spelt colorful wrong uh, and Queen Elizabeth's very disappointed and will not be playing this game.
1: Yeah, I'm not too happy about that, but I'll, I'll still do it. Interesting that it says coming in 22X, so it doesn't even... It's not even <laughs> 2020, who
2: knows?
0: I've I, Actually, this is the last game I'll ever kickstart, because Kickstarter went whole anti-union and stuck their whole foot and leg and torso into their mouth. But uh, it was a pretty big Kickstarter success, too. And, uh, yeah, they got... The composer on Celeste, Lena rain uh, Celeste has an amazing soundtrack. Of course, the sound designer from Night in the Woods and some other games is back, and Greg Labanov, of course, the designer on Wander Song. This is his next project, so it's pretty cool. Add sp- it sp- to your wish list. Speaking
1: of and I'm already done. Speaking of um, Celeste, I know he, I forget the name of his new studio, but what does Matt make? Max, Matt extremely makes extremely
0: okay games. Is their new studio? Have they
1: now? I know they. I know we talked about it. Like. Uh, like that they opened the studio or whatever. But mm-hmm. Did they announce a game or anything like that? No, know?
0: so they did announce that uh, a project they were working on for a while they decided to cancel and now it will no longer be releasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've pivoted, and now they're working on a new game. The studio's first release was Celeste Chapter 9, which was sort of like right. a, a massive sort of last chapter farewell to the game, which was free on all platforms. But their next game, uh, we don't know anything about yet. They're a small four, five, yeah, six, five, six-person team now in Vancouver. They yeah. have a cool studio. They've painted all nice and pretty, and they have cool pictures. You should check out. Um, yeah, and they were pretty clear that Matt makes games doesn't make any sense anymore because Matt Thorson is working with a team of six people, so they gotta call it something else. Matt and other people make games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like extremely okay games. That's such a you set the bar right, right here, and then you can only surpass expectations you know
1: <laughs> yeah see now i think celeste is one of those games that's on game pass on xbox but it's not on pc so
0: hmm. can't play it yeah it was don't... free on uh the epic game store oh that's right I you, think you I... missed it or no, I have th- it i think i have it actually good good also shout out to everyone to get your games epic games for the week and the, all the new games with gold and ps plus games are out so get those do you want monster motocross extreme sports racing game
1: definitely don't you know what if you're co- a ps
0: plus subscriber
1: you can get it <laughs> you know what i forgot too you know who else gives away free games is twitch so if you oh, have yeah t- if you have twitch prime which is really just amazon prime make sure you go to canadian game devs on twitch it's a little hiatus right now but feel free to subscribe that's a really easy and cheap way to to help out the site uh we'll we'll be streaming more in 2020 for sure but yeah. um uh, Double Cross was free on that not too long ago, which is the which is the 13A Games uh, uh, latest game who made Rumbo and stuff like that. So I got that one and, and I've been meaning to play it. But I, And I have the Twitch, like, I don't know, what do you call these things? Store launchers? I have the Twitch store launch thing mm-hmm. on my computer, but I've never opened it except for the fact that I have like 100 games on there because I always just, I just do the same thing. I, I just go in and whenever someone says I have a free game, I just go in like, quote unquote, buy it just to have it in my thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then never touch it but yeah if i go let me let me actually load up a twitch right now so keep an eye on those too if you got especially if you got amazon prime because i got amazon prime so therefore i have twitch prime
0: that's it for wishlist this our latest segment if you have any games you want to suggest for future installments please reach out to us on twitter at canada game devs or me or steve we're linked uh, in the canada game devs description uh and we would love to get you on there (laughs) mega power games reach out to us that's why we put the powerball on this week that and it looks super cool, and you should wishlist it. It's just uh, that so, easy. Yeah, it's that easy, folks. Um, that's it for wishlist this. I said that already. Well, I'm just going to cut to me talking about something else now. All right. Now we're going to talk about the games we're playing this past week. Steve, why don't you go first? Uh,
1: nothing new. Or oh, actually, no, sorry, there is something new. But uh, sorry, I wrapped up Horizon this morning. Um, the, the DLC, DLC or like the, the DLC, DLC yeah, 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 the DLC. It's much shorter than than i was expecting because i think it when it first came out this dlc was like 30 bucks or so and so for that price it's a little it's a little ant eh, but you know for the 10 dollars that i got for the whole game it's definitely <laughs> worth it uh and it's fun it, like when that combat gets like hectic it's like really really cool just like you're flinging arrows at these giant robot dinosaurs it's just really fun um and I played uh, some Call of Duty Modern Warfare, too. I actually copped the, the season pass because...
0: Yeah, it, it actually looks pretty good. I was reading about it today.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it was always funny to me when people were complaining about Battlefield 2's loot box system because, like, Call of Duty was way worse because they would have a season pass that was, like, $80 or something ridiculous plus, you know, cosmetics and, and loot boxes and all that shit and i think it finally caught up to them in black ops 4 i know like that game rubbed people the wrong way and so modern warfare they've said you know all the maps and stuff are free and they're just going to have the season pass and one thing this season pass does that fortnite does and that no other one really seems to do which turns me off is that you if you play enough of it and unlock enough things you you earn enough of the premium currency to get the next season pass
2: hmm. and i
1: know that's what happened with like dauntless for me where i i bought the season pass and then i just you know, the next season came around, I'm just like I don't I don't want to put another thirteen dollars down, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, it's just whatever, it's all cosmetic stuff. So Um, Call of Duty, like, yeah, if you play enough, like you can just kind of keep rolling with the same kind of
0: Oh, you know what? Apex Legends does the same thing. And like, once you buy the first one, you get enough of the premium currency that like my friends essentially just rolled it into all the other Oh, do they? And, yeah.
1: Is that new though? I like I
0: did they have a season pass right when that game first came out? Uh-huh. um i think so but they also have done yeah no the seasons came with like a battle pass type thing you had to buy but then you could use the coins you got for that one to buy the next season's battle pass and essentially just like keep rolling
1: mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah i know dauntless didn't do it and that made me upset I, mm-hmm. I apex i haven't really to be truthful i haven't played apex since like
0: the first month it came out uh, mm-hmm. we could they, play on ps4 sometime did they add new trophies no there's like 10 it's stupid
1: uh, that is annoying. And I have ten but
0: percent a, of them. On Xbox, you get a thousand gamer score because achievements are better than trophies.
1: I don't have uh, I don't have uh, Xbox Live.
0: though. Yeah, but you can get achievements still on uh, the PC version. Some of the PC um, uh, Game Pass games actually support achievements. That's where I was playing um, Messenger and Guacamelee Two. They have achievements on PC.
1: Yeah, it's because it's I was playing Outer Worlds back in, like a little while ago, and and it's like a separate list. We were talking about this earlier in the week, probably. Mm-hmm and it's like a separate list. So if you go on like trueachievements.com or whatever, Outer Worlds has like the I- Xbox list and the Windows 10 list and they're not linked, but the Master Chief collection seems like it's linked. Cuz I unlocked I, I like I looked at it. I must have played it very briefly when it was on when I had Xbox Game Pass because like I had to get a trophy or achievement for like playing five multiplayer matches. and I played like one and I got it or something like that. So
2: hmm.
0: um yeah, we should play Steve. We should play some of the campaigns together.
1: I'm down. Well, I I'm, I only have it on PC, so I only have Halo Reach right
0: now. Oh, true. They sold it separately, right? Well, they just. They're just. Oh, wait. Master Chief's part of Game Pass, isn't it? Not on PC?
1: It is, but just the other Halos aren't there yet.
0: So wait, you, only Reach is on PC?
1: Yeah, so if you boot up Master Weird. Chief Collection, the other games are grayed out, and I think they're coming later. Weird. Yeah. Huh. And that's the other game that I was playing this week. I played Halo Reach, which. Uh, I'm just, I guess I'm just, like, kind of in a first-person multiplayer mood, but, like, mm. man, Halo... I didn't play Halo Reach that much when it first came out. In fact, I've never really played Halo that much. Like, I'm, I'm quite terrible at it. Um, and I'm playing with a controller on PC, and I'm just... I'm obviously getting wrecked, but I also think I'm getting wrecked because I'm not good at the game, but um, it's just easier for me to play with a controller with, like, my daughter in my lap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's... Man, that game is damn good. And I know I'm not saying anything crazy here, but... It's, it's pretty sweet. I didn't really play the campaign at all, but the multiplayer is just so fun. Like the ragdoll physics and stuff like that. It's
0: dope. So. I just I can't play games without sprint anymore, Steve. I'm a I'm a zoomer. I need uh, a seven seconds. second videos. No, but it's like it's a, a it's like a skill, not <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah, yeah yeah. Like I was I went back and when Reach came out, I like well I guess that was this week. I played some Reach, and like I went into multiplayer, played some SWAT, and then I started the campaign. And I was like eh. But that's just a me thing. Like I get at the time, it was pretty impressive. I also like the campaign pacing wise, and I guess kind of spoilers for Halo Reach, but it's been like 10 years or whatever. The the pacing felt really weird. Like there's one point where you're walking and like your squad leader just gets sniped out of nowhere and just dies, and it's supposed to be this really dramatic scene where you're holding their body, but I'm like, wait, who shot her? Why didn't the sniper shoot the rest of us too? And I'm like well, what's happening? This doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Hmm.
0: But yeah, spoilers for Reach, but it, it's been a while. <laughs> for me, the guy who just told you he hasn't played it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's fine. <whatever>. It's, it's <laughs> fine. There's, the night level everyone likes is really cool. Doesn't everyone
1: die in it? Isn't that the whole thing? The whole... Yeah, well, we'll
0: play two together, and I'll see if it's just me who, who doesn't vibe with the story or, or what you think, too.
1: I'm down. I'm down. We can we can try that. It's almost some... Let's try tonight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm All down. Right. All right. Merci and if any canadian game devs friends want to join we can get up to four so talk to us on discord or twitter yeah i'm done. not tonight but like i'm sure we'll be playing for a while in general if you want Let's, a game with us game we'll with us
1: so yeah oh and yeah and actually it's funny because halo reach also has like a season pass thing I, don't, I didn't buy it like i don't think there's a thing to buy it's just like it, there's just a hundred like things to up lo- like level up and collect like i got some like new helmets or something Mm -hmm. um so every game just needs to have a season pass but yeah for the call of duty one like it is it's solid and i just felt like you know i wanted to support activision doing it that way because i'm sure they made a shit ton of money off black ops 4 but they didn't really Mm -hmm. give a lot of fan service and people are going to complain a bitch anyways but you know they're they're giving out these free maps and and free modes and stuff like that The, the realism mode is like so cool like it's it's no hood or HUD or anything like that. Like it's so it's really, really neat. Um so I, I felt like I just wanted to support it. I don't think I'll have the time to like, you know, clean up the battle pass and I'll probably just buy the one and just whatever, but um I'm I you know, I'm enjoying it. Modern Warfare is like probably one of my favorite games this year to be honest.
0: Ooh. Did uh, did they ever fix the really loud footsteps that everyone was making fun of?
1: I think so, yeah I did not I d I didn't I didn't notice them this last time I played. And it's been maybe two or three weeks since I played. Mm-hmm. And so I think they definitely have toned it down a little
0: bit. And the bit. one shotgun's like a sniper?
1: Oh, that I don't know about. I know I did get like rocked a couple times, but I think they were actually sniper rifles. So I'm more of an assault rifle guy anyway. So.
0: Okay, cool. So if anyone wants to play Modern Warfare with Steve, maybe get on Discord, hang out. Cloud underscore
1: 2049. Feel free to add me to PSN. You can look at my trophies and yeah.
0: And awe, and marvel, <laughs> and tremble in fear at the majesty of that trophy score. Uh, I've been playing Steven Universe Unleash the Light on Apple Arcade, um, made by Grumpy Face Games. I don't know where they're from, actually. I've never checked, but it's kind of like oh, uh, a, it's kind of like a Paper Mario style RPG turn-based. Uh, you know, your your team comes in from the left, comes in from the right. You do all your spend all your action points and then end the turn and prep to defend. But the uh, Phoenix, game. Arizona. Nice. So definitely not a Canadian game, but that's okay. Uh, the game is gorgeous, and the animations are so smooth. Like there's lots of little touches when you open your backpack, or like take out one of these assist characters. Like the way they come out of your backpack and hop back in is all these little touches that just really add up and make the game really sick. Uh, the, so far, I'm like an hour in, and the it's been very easy. But I mean, it's a Steven Universe game, so I mean. I guess it's supposed to be aimed at kids, but I don't know if it gets any more challenging. The m- most engaging part of it for me is like, if you, uh, there's like a sort of rhythm component to it, where like if you tap on the right part of the attack, it does more damage. So that's like mm. what I'm enjoying most. And then just um, going through and uh, exploring more of the Steam Universe world. I'm not caught up on the TV show, so I think that, I think it's actually spoiling a bunch of things for me, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I like. There's a bunch of characters I've never met before, but they're, like, referencing and having, like, worked with them in the past. I'm like, oh, I don't know you. I think I'm spoiling some Steve Uvers stuff for me. But, um, yeah, definitely catch up on the show before you dive in. Uh, And there's a movie now, too, so there's probably stuff in the movie I'm missing. But the movie takes place in the future after where the show is? I don't know. It's confusing. The game's good. If you have Apple Arcade, check it out. Uh, and I'm still, I'm close to beating Resident Evil 2. I, I might try to do that this weekend. I've been trying to set, like, little goals for myself, Steve, of, like, I have all these games I haven't finished this year, and I'm, and I, like, personally on my own blog make, like, a top 10, and then we're gonna talk about our favorite games on the show, but I have a couple games that came out this year I'm, like, I want to finish so I can talk about them in yeah. that way. I want to beat Control, I'm gonna beat Resident Evil 2, and I'm gonna beat, uh, Mansion just mentioned three, I think are my big three that I can do in the next couple of weeks, um. Yeah. Yeah. C- so controls Resident Evil like, 2 is good. Oh man, I love Resident Evil Two so much. Like, oh. I'm. Uh,
1: I can't wait to see this Resident Evil Three in action. And I hope they. Uh, they won't do this, but I really hope they're just like it's out now. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> you, they won't. They obviously won't. But Two came would... out
0: in like January. Like it was like a weird time to come out, right? Well, the
1: Capcom lately has been kind of doing these big January hits. Monster Hunter, Resident Evil Seven, and Resident Evil Two all came out in January. Huh. Um like, I think all three... January
0: like, 11th. Like, in a row.
1: Like, I think it was Resident Evil 7, then Monster Hunter World was mm-hmm. last year, and then Resident Evil 2 is this year, so... Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, oh, is Resident Evil 3, like, would they announce it that soon? But I don't think they would, and it's weird that... Pro- like, I'm very interested to see when the release date is, because again, like I said earlier, if they're like, oh yeah, it's coming out, like, fall of next year, I'm like, well, there better be a PS5 port, because I don't know if I want to play
0: it. Resident <laughs> Evil 2 on Steam has 24,000 reviews and a five out of five rating. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs>
1: it's probably my game of the year this year. Like it's, it was so good. Spoilers? How is it spoilers?
0: We gotta have an episode where we talk about our favorite games. Oh, I see. Nineteen.
1: All right. It's a Garbage. Yeah, to be game. determined. It's a top
0: runner. No, it's a it's a front runner on it's the front list. Front runner for games.
1: I um, I do want to play Control. Control is really the only game that came out this year that I that I haven't played that I really want to play. Everything I'm, look, I'm looking at like kind of my PSN profiles, like what I've played and didn't get into speed. Like Evil Within Two didn't come out this year, but I started playing it, and didn't beat it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Neo, a few a few of these, but I think Control yeah, Two is really, coming out
0: spring. So
1: yeah, I wasn't big on. Uh... I'm Neo to be perfect.
0: Because then they actually did Samurai Dark Souls, and it was just Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no need to play Neo anymore. Uh, yeah. I mean, Control's really the only game that's
1: that came out that I haven't played that I really want to play.
0: Everything else. I've, I've been like seeing now. it on like Facebook Marketplace and stuff for like $40, 50 bucks. So if you wait, you'll get you can get a good deal probably, and it's so good. Oh man, Control like. Uh, I forget, did you play Alan Wake, or, like, the American Nightmare DLC for Alan Wake, or... Uh, I
1: did play Alan Wake, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I did, like, the Mm. last game, the, um, Quantum Quantum Break. Quantum Break? Yeah. The,
0: like, TV show tie-in thing? Yeah, yeah, that was dope. It was pretty cool, but Control is, like, the most mind-bendy, I love it, it's, like... People make, like, the overused, like, Twin Peaks, like, game. It's, like, a meme now that, like, <laughs> which game is Polygon going to compare to Twin Peaks this week? But, like, <laughs> as far as a game that captures that, like, experience or, or feeling, I think Control, r- like, really, really nails it. Yeah. And, like, the way... the it's, it's another perfect example of games with, like, the pacing and, like, the way you upgrade and level up throughout is perfect. Like, you get every major, like ability and upgrade to your guns and stuff like at the perfect moments just when you're starting to like plateau on your enjoyment and then you're just back in it because you have all these new options oh man Mm -hmm. Control's so good everyone should play control oh man i
1: just found this uh store called game experts on in mississauga that has like all these classic things it looks like um it looks like uh oh what was that store we were just talking about recently that only has like a couple locations I don't know if we were talking about it on the podcast or personally PNP
0: games There's one uh, in Manitoba yeah. MicroPlay
1: P&P. MicroPlay yeah it looks just like a MicroPlay
0: man I love MicroPlay they're closing them all down now this is kind of a
1: bummer well all these all these centers are closing down
0: <sighs> thanks Amazon it's like block it's like how Blockbusters are gone dude I found a jumbo video this summer in London Ontario I lost my mind. It was massive, too. Like, I walked in expecting it to be a, a small little thing, but it went all the way back and then around the corners, and it was uh, it was like a Microplay Jumbo video like half and half. So, like, the front half was was a pretty sizable chunk of, like, just video games, and they had, like, classic collector's editions. Oh, man. Um, they had boxed, unboxed, they had games from NES, like, all the way to PS4, Xbox One, and then the back half, which was probably twice as big as the front half, was all like, movie rentals, buys, they had VHS, DVD, Blu-rays, Oh, I do you remember Jumbo videos. I was like, as a kid where I would go to rent games and shit with the elephant logo. I, I do remember them. I don't think Owen Sound actually had one,
1: but I remember like seeing it in Toronto and stuff like that when I would visit like family. Um, mm. The place that I would have to rent games was either, it was like something Hollywood, real Hollywood or something like that, that had games. I remember renting like NES games there and, oh, uh, and, then, and then Blockbuster. We actually had two Blockbusters. Uh, and one of the blockbusters is actually still like up, like the store is long empty, but it still very much looks like it's up and running because it it looks pristine. It actually showed up on Abandoned Porn Reddit, the subreddit Abandoned Porn. I don't know if you ever look at it. It's just like just nice images of like abandoned places, and uh, the blockbuster and from my hometown showed up on there because it's like that's awesome. It looks like it it just closed down like yesterday, or or it just closed for the day or whatever like that um that's where I had to kind of go I, and I haven't I haven't seen I haven't been in one of those stores in like so long I would actually I might hit up some of these places I gotta you know I gotta start surrounding Sophia
0: with some of these video games just so she absorbs it <laughs> old games <laughs> so this is well, what daddy grew up on I like that I grew up around uh my aunt lived with us and she had her Nintendo sixty four. That was, I think I mentioned that in the podcast before. but That's how I got into games. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she had a bunch of uh, PC games she let me play too. So she had like uh, Psychonauts, um, Grim Fandango, Diablo. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So that was like how I got into games. And then my parents eventually got me a Game Boy, and that's why I went and got rentals for. I played so many licensed games dude I played like, what was it March of the Penguins had a Game Boy game? Shrek Two had a Game Boy game. Meet the Robinsons and stuff. Oh man so many bad games so i guess that's it for what we've been playing um and that's it for this episode of the canadian game podcast thank you so much for listening and if you want to help us keep the site running and covering the canadian game dev scene you can support us over on patreon.com slash canadian backing us will get you early access to the podcast a special channel on our discord as well as our undying gratitude and maybe some discount codes for events happening soon uh we'd like to thank our top patrons here at the end of the show so a big shout out to our top supporters andrew hokulik aaron mcleod cody cormier dimitri kornikov elizabeth avery hanel Jean laget jeff shepstone jeffrey canham m5games matthew Minot pixel knots underscore alex and slaughter neko thank you so much for your support we really appreciate it uh and thanks for joining us steve i hope you have a better week not working nine days in a row
1: yeah it's, or, I mean, today's already been nice and relaxing. And, uh, and maybe
0: we'll play some Halo tonight. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Message me. I mean, we're going to church soon and all this stuff, uh, but I'll message you later tonight. There's also a Leafs game. I don't know if i want to really watch it though, but
0: they didn't do so good last time.
1: <laughs> no, Leafs are, Leafs are awful.
0: <laughs> uh, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, Steven Al Crane, both on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I mostly just tweet and gram stuff about uh, my daughter and sports But really, Canadian Game Devs is where I would want you to go anyway.
0: Sounds good. And you can find me on Twitter at S-T-E-P-H-A-N-R-E-I-L-O-Y. And, of course, at Canada Game Devs. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you have an amazing week. And, yeah, stay warm out there. Bye.